everyone. This is Carmen Turner Schott. I'm here for Deep Soul Divers Astrology. Thank you for listening, joining. Hopefully we get some callers today. This is my first show, so I just want to say welcome. And on this first show, I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about the basics of astrology and the sun signs and a little bit about my new book, uh, Sun Signs, Houses and Healing and Moon Signs, Houses and Healing. And talk a little bit about each of the sun signs and then, you know, we'd love to take some callers to answer astrology questions. I'll be able to, you know, maybe pull some charts up and and answer some questions you have about your sun sign. So, you know, the biggest thing about astrology is that it's energy. And I started studying astrology when I was 16 and, and started doing consults at 19 because to me it was such a powerful tool of self-awareness. And I became a, a social worker, a counselor and realized that this tool was more powerful than, you know, years of therapy and just talk therapy. Because when you know your birth chart and you understand the energy and the personality traits and the karma and all the energies that are affecting you, you can really gain strength and awareness about yourself and others. And so, you know, the way I explain a birth chart for those of you that are new to astrology, maybe never had your birth chart done before, you know, it's based on the month, date and year of your birth. And it's also um, the exact time and place your birth is really important um, for you to really get an accurate chart. So it's kind of like when you're on Earth, the day you're born, when you're looking up at the sky on that day, time, year, place, everything of your birth, the planets are in a certain star constellation, which we call the 12 signs. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that tonight. And they're in a certain area of the sky, which we break into 12 houses is what we call them in astrology, 12 areas of life and 12 areas of the sky. And we take a picture of the sky on that day, time, place, year of your birth. And we put it on a, on a piece of paper and it looks like a wheel and it's a map with 12 sections and each house rules an area of life, which, if, which we'll talk about a little bit. And each planet falls in one of those houses and it falls in one of those zodiac signs. And so that is what we call a birth chart. And so I started really, you know, learning about this and teaching myself and it validated my experiences and my personality. And so I'm a Virgo sun and Aries moon and I have a lot of eighth and 12th house planets. And so I did a lot of research on those houses as well. Uh, for anyone that's listening or wants to ask questions about those houses, I have some books out there about that. But tonight, you know, just want to say hi um, and, and kind of get started on the basics of the sun signs. And in the future shows, you know, I plan on having some guests on and talk about different subjects and maybe even some authors and things like that. But tonight, just want to get a little start with uh, the 12 sun signs and talk a little bit about how knowing your basic sun sign can help you heal, transform and become more resilient. And so I'm going to start with Aries for anyone listening out there. Any callers? Aries is the dates for Aries. The sun was in the sign Aries on March 21st through April 19. And so if you're born on a cusp is what we call it, you may have traits of both of the signs. So if you're born on April 19th, for instance, you may have traits of Aries and Taurus. And so uh, we call that a cusp, a cusp born person. So you might resonate a little bit more with uh, Taurus if you're born on that last day of Aries. But Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. Aries rules the first house and Aries is ruled by the planet Mars, which Mars is drive, physical passion, right? Uh, war, 
aggression, anger. Uh, so Aries are very uh, motivated people. You know, I, Aries is the warrior, right? That's their symbol, the warrior. They're go-getters. They like action. You know, they don't like to sit around and wait. They are impatient. That's one of the things that Aries sun sign people have to work on is really um, being calm and patient and taking time to plan uh, what they're going to do instead of just reacting emotionally because they go on their gut instinct, which which helps them heal and, and overcome crisis. I always say that Aries is one of the most resilient sun signs out of the 12 sun signs because they, they get over things pretty quick and, and they're always looking to the future. You know, they don't want to be tied down. They like their freedom. They like their independence. They like to move on quickly from things. Right. And so Aries specifically in my book, uh, sun signs, houses and healing. I talk a lot about how Aries can heal and how they can transform through difficult times and, and what things they can do to self-care. So for Aries, you know, they're known to be romantic and passionate and, and natural leaders. They like to be in charge. You know, they, they don't really like working for anyone else. You know, Aries like to be their own boss. Right. And Aries tips for healing for them are being patient balancing their emotions because a lot of Aries are known to have a, a quick temper. And what helps an Aries balance that is managing their anger and in managing those intense, powerful emotions they have. So they're known to be athletic and physical activity is really good for Aries to help them heal. So if you're an Aries sun sign out there, um, exercise uh, and I mean like sweating, like you need to like kickbox or you can punch a punching bag if you don't like to run, uh, but running and physical, that hot, high endurance uh, cardio is really good for Aries because it helps them get out all their nerves and all that that pent up uh, emotions that they have. Right. And they value independence. They value honesty. They're very blunt and they're very um, action oriented, very courageous people. But they tell you what what they think. And sometimes they speak without waiting and thinking it through and it can but you know they'll always tell you the truth and so again aries is march 21st through april 19th the second sign of the zodiac is taurus and taurus is a, is an earth sign and as you know you know aries is fire so we start you know the zodiac with the fire and the cool thing about uh, aries i want to talk about too is that they start the the season the spring and that's why you know uh, they are fire they it's you know the month of Aries is during the spring. Taurus um, is an earth sign. So they're more grounded, more practical. They rule the second house in astrology, which is money, finance, um, stability, um, comfort, you know, um, your values. The second house is your your values, what, what's important to you. It's kind of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Taurus is slow to make change. So Tauruses are very connected to the past. And they don't like big change and they don't they have a hard time forgetting things and, and letting go of the past, especially people and experiences and memories, because they're very connected to their, their childhood. They're very nostalgic and they're very um, they can be kind of um, stubborn and strong willed. You know, they're known to be the bull. They're the sign of the bull. Um, and so they are patient, though, and have a very earthy, calming energy. I find that whenever I meet Taurus uh, sun sign people. They, you feel it at home with them because they're just so naturally grounded and connected to the earth. So they do good out in nature. 
being outdoors, gardening out, you know, getting fresh air out, hiking near the water, you know, all of that helps them um, rejuvenate. And Tauruses are hard workers. You know, they're known to have a lot of goals and they typically like nice things. Tauruses are known to like food and comfort and, and, and stability. So they like uh, to eat. Typically they like food and sometimes they eat um, to comfort themselves. You know, if they're upset or stressed, they can be stress eaters. Right. And Tauruses typically also do like to exercise as well and be active. Um, in a way, because it helps them balance. And some tips for Taurus on healing, you know, because they're ruled by Venus, uh, it's interesting because even though they're an earth sign, Venus is the plan of love and harmony and relationships. So that's what makes them a peacemaker. They're, they like peace. They like harmony um, because they're ruled by Venus. Right. And they like affection. All, all the Tauruses I know are very affectionate people. They like touch. Taurus rules the senses. Right sight, smell, taste, all of that, you know, they rule that. And so it's very important to them to um, have hugs and to cuddle with their animals or their kids, right? They, they need physical touch. That's very big with Taurus uh, people. So they heal by overcoming uh, stubbornness and listening to the advice of others, because sometimes they think they know they're right. And this is what I talk about in the book. Um, it's hard to change their mind once a Taurus makes up their mind. And so opening up to other people and, and, and listening and trusting people um, and making decisions and, and taking action helps them heal instead of overthinking and, and being a little bit um, af afraid to make change because they want that stability. It's good for them to make change because they can heal through doing that. And then um, that's the biggest thing, finding comfort. They value comfort. They value having money in the bank because that means that their family and, and their friends and their their they're going to be comforted. They're going to have money to pay their bills and to get food and all of those basic needs. Tauruses worry about that because they want to be secure and safe. And so um, financial security is important to them. They value commitment. They value um, loyalty. And so, you know, as an earth sign, they're, you know, they, they like people that they can rely on. And, and Tauruses typically are very reliable, you know, because they're an earth sign and they work hard and they support people. And so Taurus dates are April 20 through May 20. So if you're born um, during those dates, your your son is a, in the Taurus. So your Taurus sun sign is what we call it. And then uh, the third sign is Gemini. Gemini is, is, is the dates May 21st through June 21st. OK, and again, they're ruled by Mercury. They're air. So Gemini is an air sign. So in astrology, we have the four elements. And so air signs are intellectual. They're smart. They like communication. Gemini's love to talk. They love to communicate. They love to share knowledge. Uh, they love to be social. They're friendly. They're adaptable. They're mutable. You know, they're, they're changeable. Gemini's are known as the twin. So they can have two different personalities, two different sides to them that you may not even know that this other side exists. Right. And, and that's the thing I like about Gemini is that they're fun. They like to have fun and they're witty and they're sarcastic and they can make you laugh. Right. Um, but they're restless. You know, they, they like to be on the move and it's hard for them to sit down and, and just rest and do nothing because mentally their, their mind is on a high level. So they're always thinking, they're always trying to 
uh, think of something that they can, you know, read, write or do right with their hands, working with their hands, being outdoors, being out in nature, um, moving around, running, whether it's uh, walking, whatever they're doing, they like to be on the move. And so it's hard for them to sit still. So tips for healing for uh, for Gemini is rest and communicating their feelings because they think and they're excellent talkers, but sometimes they detach from their emotions and they're and they really aren't feeling their emotions. Right. They're just kind of um, talking about them and, and they're not feeling them and really being inside their emotional body. So um, I tell them, you know, it's, it's really good for them to connect to what they really feel, not just what they think. OK, that's some tips for healing um, for Gemini and finding balance, balance in their energy, because Gemini sons can be, have a high energy. You know, they're, they're go, go, go mentally. They're always restless. So sleep can be hard for them. Insomnia, things like that. So they really need to still their mind and and get their mind off of things to to sleep and rest. And that's big for their healing. And they value knowledge. They value uh, communication change. They like change. They get bored easy. Gemini's tell me they get so they get bored very easily and then they want to start something new or, you know, they start a project. Then they change because they they like newness. They get bored. So they need people in their life that excite them and that are fun and that uh, mentally stimulate them. Right. And so that's big with them. And they rule the third house, which is communication. It's, um, you know, short journeys, neighbors, siblings, right, all this stuff uh, that has to do with communicating, writing, teaching, uh, moving around place to place in your car, in your neighborhood, right, um, driving around, going home to home, going and visiting people, social, going out to eat. You know, they like everything that's third house is Gemini. So third house people are um, that energy of Gemini. Geminis are natural teachers because they rule the house of basic knowledge. And that's what the third house is. And Gemini's are really good at, at explaining high level subjects to people on a very basic level. And they're really good teachers and, and typically like to write and like to learn, like to read. Right. And so um, the, the fourth sign of the Zodiac is cancer. So cancer sun signs are born uh, June 22nd to July 22nd. And so, again, they're ruled by the moon. So cancer is one of uh, the water signs and they are very intuitive, you know, because the moon rules intuition. The moon rules our inner nature. It rules um, how we love, you know, where we find comfort, where we find our home. And so the fourth house is associated and ruled by the sign cancer in our chart because cancer rules the home and family. So cancer is associated with the mother, the nurturer, the person that uh, takes care of people. They like to cook. They like to take care of their friends and family when they're sick. A lot of cancers go into nursing or social work or working with children because they usually want to have, you know, children of their own. They, they have a nurturing, very sensitive, very intuitive nature. They have um, very strong gut instincts, very emotional. Um, their emotions kind of come and flow, ebb and flow quite a bit because they're ruled by the moon. And so the full moon affects them very greatly. If your son, if your son is in cancer and uh, anyone that's a cancer that's listening, uh, I would recommend that you uh, watch the cycles of the moon when there's a full moon, which we have um, on August 1st coming up here. Um, it's going to be a full moon and you'll probably feel um, intensified emotions more than other people. <laughs> and that's very common for cancers because that's your ruler is the moon. 
And so water, cancers are water people. They usually love to be um, by the water or looking at the water. Water can be very healing for them. They like, you know, usually like to swim um, or even if they don't like to swim, they like to look at the water and um, and even a bath, even a hot tub, you know, anything like that can be a self-care tip for cancer. And cancers are good at helping everyone else and nurturing everyone, but they need to nurture themselves and take time for their own self-care, right? And, and their own uh, alone time because cancers need to have alone time. They love their family. You know, family is very important to them and, and their parents, their, their, their loved ones, their friends, you know, everyone in their life is considered family to them, but they got to have alone time in that solitude to really uh, recharge their batteries, so to speak. And so I always recommend that they, um, you know, prioritize family time, but also prioritize time for themselves and to uh, nurture them. And they value family. They value comfort. They value creativity. They value trust. So cancer has a shell. So the crab can put the shell up, so to speak, um, to really protect themselves. So out of all the water signs, um, they're able to put that shell up and, and, and protect that soft interior because inside they're very, very sensitive and they may seem kind of um, cold or detached, especially if they've been hurt or if they don't know you. But once you get to know them and you chisel down the shell, they're very, very um, nurturing and very protective of their friends and family. And so I love cancers. Uh, my grandmother was a cancer and have a lot of cancer friends. Um, so they're very, very intuitive, very, very psychic. And they love to help people. Uh, then the fifth sign is Leo. I'm just going to go through and, and hit the signs. We don't have any questions yet. And so I'm just going to talk <laughs> and, uh, and, and hit all these signs here. So we got Leo. Leo is ruled um, by the sun. So that's why Leos like to shine. And the sun shines, right? Shines light. So Leos are known to be friendly, charismatic, charming, loving. They like to be on stage. A lot of Leos are entertainers. They're uh, musicians, they're actors, actresses, um, politicians, you know, people that are really good in front of a crowd and a group. They're leaders. You know, they're the natural leader. Leo is the lion. So they're known for their courage, their bravery, their strength. And they, they're like a child at heart. Leo rules the house of children, the fifth house, and it's and it's the fifth sign. So this is an easy way to understand um, what sign rules each house, because it just goes right in order of, of the first sign through the last sign, the 12th. So we started with Aries and then we're going right down. So Leo rules the fifth house in the wheel. You know, when you look at when you get your birth chart, put on a piece of paper, fifth house is Leo. Leo is children. It's your self-expression. Leos have everything to do with self-expression. They want to share what they think and feel and they want attention. I always say Leos like to be respected. They like to be um, given respect and trust, but they also like affection and they like attention. And they also are very generous and they're fun. They like to have fun. They like to go out and go to concerts and, and do things that they love to do. Hobbies, you know, they love to express themselves. A lot of them are artistic and creative. A lot of them are, you know, CEOs of companies, you know, because they they work hard and they like to be um, the boss and they like to be in charge. Similar to Aries. Aries, you know, they're both fire signs. So they both like to be um, leaders. And so Leo typically loves children. If they don't have their own, their children are drawn to them because, you know, they're ruled by the sun and they just kind of draw children and um, and express themselves. I, I have a lot of Leos in my life, you know, and I think they really have those different um natures, you know, they can be very strong and very, um, you know, 
direct and but then they have a very um, sensitive side. You know, they're like a little child at heart and their dates are July 23rd through August 22nd. So I know some folks that are born on the cusp. If you're born on the cusp, that means that you might have traits of both signs. So if you're on the cusp of Cancer and Leo, you might resonate with the energy of both of those uh, signs because astrology is energy. And that's why it works. Everything is energy. And, and we're just analyzing the energy of, of the solar system and of the sky and in these signs. And this is how we get their traits. So Virgo is the sixth sign of the zodiac. It rules the sixth house, which is the house of health and diet, and routine, and structure, and work, and co-workers, and Virgo is ruled by Mercury, so Virgos love to learn, they love to think, they love to analyze, they like to communicate, they love to teach, they love to write, they love to um, communicate with people, but they're a little bit shy, because they're an earth sign, so Virgos are a little bit secretive, and private, and a little bit observant, they're known to be very, um, kind of stand back and watch until they feel comfortable kind of energy about them. And they, they can be, um, get a bad reputation. I'm a Virgo son and a lot of books, um, are kind of negative about Virgos. And, and, in my book, Sun Science Houses and Healing, um, I give positive tips of being a Virgo. So Virgos like to help people, but we like to have things structured and organized. So we like to have a plan. You know, similar to Taurus, you know, earth signs are very compatible because they all have a similar energy. But Virgo specifically is a perfectionist. So they they have to be a little bit easy on themselves. I tell them, you know, um, no one's perfect and they're human. And so they have high standards for themselves and high expectations. They like to be efficient. They can get a lot of work done. They're, they can be workaholics. Uh, Virgo and Taurus and Capricorn are the workers of the Zodiac, you know, and so we'll talk about Capricorn a little bit. But but Virgo, um, they like to cl things clean. They like things organized. They can be a little bit obsessive, compulsive, and they have a little bit of anxiety. Um, Virgos worry. They're the worrier. Uh, they mentally worry about things where cancer is also a worrier that we talked about, but they emotionally worry. So they're always worrying about other people and if they're safe and if they're going to be OK. And, you know, so they have these different energies. But Virgos overanalyze things and they overthink things a lot. And so um, they benefit from doing self-care by controlling worry, controlling a negative thoughts. So the mind, body, spirit connection um, is very important for Virgo because if they get worried and anxious and all this, it goes straight to their stomach. Because Virgo rules the the stomach and the um, digestive system, so a lot of them can get ulcers and, and just stomach cramps and stuff when they get nervous or anxious, right? And so they got to learn to really ground themselves and and relax and take a deep breath, right? And making time to not have to be doing stuff all the time because to them, achieving goals and getting tasks done makes them feel good. But sometimes they they get too into that, too into work, and they really need to just just chill and be relaxed and it's okay not to be doing and, and getting everything clean all the time and organizing everything, but they value routine. They value uh, neatness and knowledge and they love to serve others. A lot of them go into the medical field, counseling, social work, uh, nursing, medical, um, you know, doctors, all of that stuff because, and also bookkeeping business. I mean, finance numbers, you know, Virgos, I see there's very practical Virgos and then there's Virgos, 
um, that are more um, into the helping professions. There's kind of, you know, always kind of manifest differently. Some Virgos are really good at math. You know, they love accounting, um, things that are very organized and structured kind of careers, too. Um, they do well. But natural teachers, you know, they love to teach. They love to to write and they love to learn. But they definitely need to um, take time to take care of themselves and control worry. And then we got Libra. You know, Libra Libra is the seventh sign of the Zodiac. And Libras are, uh, they rule the partnership house. So they rule the seventh house, which is all about the other, other person, right? Libra is ruled by Venus, okay? Just like Taurus. It's the love and relationship planet. Libra is the one sign that's not, its symbol is not a living thing. So all of, you know, Aries is the ram, Taurus is the bull, Gemini is the twins, Cancer is the crab, right? Leo's the lion, Virgo's the maiden. And then you've got Libra. Libra's the scales of balance. They're metal, right? They're metal scales. And that's why Libras need other people in their life um, to, to know who they are. It's kind of like their main identity comes through other people and that's because they rule the marriage house in astrology the seventh house rules our partners our business partners but also our relationships our marriage partner what kind of person we we draw um in relationships who we're attracted to but libra is the peacemaker libras dislike any kind of conflict and they can be indecisive because they, they always see both sides of an issue, you know, that they're that scales of balance. It's always looking at both both issues. Right. And and say, well, I can see you're right. And, and they're right, too. And they can be a little bit passive because they don't want to make anyone mad and they don't do well in a toxic environment. Libras like harmony. And that's because of the Venus ruler. And same for Taurus. Taurus is like stability. And they like peace, too. Um, so it's that Libra energy. But um, Libras need people. And a lot of them, if they don't have a, a love relationship or a partner, they can feel a little bit um, lonely and lost. And it's just really important for them to know that it's OK to be alone. Um, they don't have to have someone else to fulfill them. So that's one of the tips for healing, you know, finding balance um, and in relationships and prioritizing their own goals and needs and, and not sacrificing themselves for other people too much because then they can start feeling like they're not being who they really are. If they just go along with everyone else and go with the flow all the time, then their needs aren't really being met. So they got to learn to speak up, right, for their own needs and with their partners and to prioritize that and making tough decisions. They got to start making decisions. And, and not just um, waiting for someone else to make a tough decision or for some el someone else to speak up. But they're they're here to find balance in their life in all areas, work, family, friends, everything. And that's how they heal. They also value, of course, we talked about peace, harmony, fairness. They're really into fairness and they're into justice, you know, because uh, the scales of balance is all about justice. Right. And they value knowledge uh, and beauty. A lot of Libras are drawn to the artistic endeavors. Um, there's kind of two types of Libras that I see. Uh, there's the ones that are very artistic, art, you know, musical, creative, um, into um, acting, um, you know, playing a music, playing an instrument, uh, just very artistic side to them, really. And then they have a very intellectual side because they're air, you know, so they're an air sign. So they're they're very intellectual as well. But then they love um, pretty things, you know, uh, they roll, you know, Venus is beauty. 
And so Libras are known to be attractive or have a feminine quality to them. Right. And so their dates are September 23rd to October 23rd. So if you are uh, born between those dates, the sun will be in Libra for you. Right. And then we have Scorpio. Scorpio is uh, one of my favorites. Um, it's the eight. It rules the eighth house, which is one of my um, favorite houses in astrology, the eighth and twelfth. But um, Scorpios, the dates are October 24th through November 21st. So, again, if you're born on the cusp, you could have traits of both uh, of the sun signs. But Scorpios are ruled by Pluto. And Pluto is the planet of secrets and hidden things. And it, it exposes things. It unleashes secrets and truths. It kind of um, like Pandora's box being open and, and Pluto energy is intense. That's why Scorpios are water. They're a water sign. So they're emotional. They're sensitive, but they're deep. They're deep and they're intense and they're very perceptive, very intuitive people. They are drawn to the taboo things in life. So um, they typically are very interested in mysticism, right? Life after death, um, the soul, um, why they're here, right? They, they're into why people act the way they are. So they're drawn to psychology. They're drawn to all of these deep mystical fields. They're drawn to law enforcement, you know, uh, detective work, finding uh, the answers, you know, finding criminals, finding uh, research, researching something in depth. Um, they're really good at that. But a lot of them go into healing, psychology, you know, uh, therapy, um, Reiki, energy healing, you know, all kinds of things that are alternative kind of things. Uh, healing. They're drawn to that. But they're very private and secretive people. They like to make money. They like nice things and they work hard. They're very driven. They have a lot of goals. And when they make up their their mind, they go for it. Right. They're, they just they want to achieve and. And they won't stop until they they kind of get what they want. They're very tenacious. They're very, um, very private. And the thing about Scorpio is everybody wants to tell them all their problems, but they don't really share a lot with anyone else. They like to keep things kind of secretive and hidden and private. Right. And so the thing about Scorpio is that they have to trust you very deeply before they start to um, share anything with you. And so they, you have to earn their trust because it's not going to come easily. And so they're, they're going to keep you at arm's distance until they really trust you and they get a bad rap. Scorpios really get a bad rap um, sometimes because they're, they protect themselves because they're the scorpion that has the sting, right. That can just um, come out. And if it needs to, uh, to protect itself or its, its loved ones. And, um, and it's known to also be the ancient symbol for Scorpio is also the eagle. And so the eagle is that higher um, octave of, of a Scorpio. You know, there's the, the lower energy of a Scorpio. And then there's that higher eagle energy, which is, you know, a mystic, very spiritual, very um, much a healer and can help other people with their problems. You know, Scorpios are very good at listening to other people. And um, and let you tell them all kinds of stuff. And they're pretty, pretty quiet. You know, they don't talk a lot. If you've known, uh, I know a lot of Scorpios and they tend to be pretty secretive and, and quiet um, until you really get to know them. And then they're still pretty, pretty quiet people. Um, they're very deep in their mind or in their in their inner self. And sometimes they don't know how to express. They tell me they don't know how to share what they're feeling because it's so deep. And that's because they rule the eighth house, which is the house of death transformation, rebirth, healing, 
uh, secrets, hidden things, right? Like um, sexuality, um, trauma, crisis, unexpected change. You know, all of those things are eighth house energies, which is Scorpio, because Scorpio rules the eighth house in our in our birth chart. And so the people that have a lot of Scorpio energy or have a lot of eighth house planets, um, they have a lot of uh, loss in their life. Sometimes they lose a loved one at a young age, a parent, a friend and, and grief and going through that type of uh, trauma changes their life. And that makes them seek why they're here. And so uh, that energy is very spiritual, very deep. And um, Scorpios, you know, it's, it's one of those signs that they have to trust you if they're ever going to um, share anything with you. And if you hurt them, the biggest thing for that I tell them to heal, tips for healing, is that they have to forgive others. And forgiveness can be take some time for a Scorpio because they tend their water sign. So they're they're they may seem tough on the outside, but they have a, a very strong inner emotional nature that's sensitive. And if you hurt them, it takes a while for them to ever forgive or trust anyone uh, again. So they have to learn to release the past. It's a little bit like uh, like Taurus, you know, releasing the past, letting go is big for um, Scorpio, releasing people. They're good at cutting ties and kind of moving on quickly from people that are hurting them or negative. They're able to just kind of when they're done, they're done. A lot of Scorpio sons tell me that like. Uh, they'll give people maybe one or two chances, maybe just one chance, and then they will cut them off and they will move forward without them because they they're able to do that. It's that Pluto energy. It, it gives them a strength. Um, I find that Scorpios are very uh, resilient um, and strong and they're 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 ruled to me. The eighth house is is Phoenix energy. You know, I call eighth house people Phoenixes and Scorpio people are the Phoenix. So they're reborn and they die and, 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 and mentally, emotionally, um, physically rebirth themselves into a whole different person. And sometimes they wake up and they tell me, I don't even know what's going on. I feel completely different than I than I used to. And so this is a the energy of Scorpio um, goes through Scorpio sun sign people because they rule the eighth house. And this is some of their karma, some of their learning lessons, right? Their personality. Um I'm going to move on uh, now to Sagittarius. Sagittarius is a fire sign. Sagittarians are, are free spirits. They, they love to go outdoors and have adventure and, and be able to come and go as they please. They love to learn. They love to teach. They love knowledge, but they love travel. They love foreign travel. Uh, my mother is a Sagittarius son, and uh, she was my travel buddy for many years when I lived overseas in Germany. And we would travel all over the place with backpacks. And and she still to this day wants to go back to Europe and, and do this stuff. Right. So uh, she's a free spirit, loves to travel, loves to see other countries and cultures. And that's a Sag thing. You know, they love that. And Sages um, are very optimistic. They're the kind of the optimist of the Zodiac. Um, they always see the glasses is half full, not half empty, right? Kind of people. And that's because uh, they're ruled by Jupiter. And Jupiter is the planet of good luck and good fortune. And, and Jupiter expands everything. So it makes people very generous. So Sages are, are born with kind of this, this hope and faith and optimism that they share with others. And in this, this very um, easygoing nature, I, I love Sages. I, a lot of people I click with are Sag. Uh, they're fire. 
So they're blunt. They're known to be blunt and straightforward. But the thing about a Sagittarius is um, they'll always tell you the truth, but they do it in a very kind way. And that's what I like about them. You know, they'll tell you, you know, listen, I don't I think you messed up when you did that or you had a spelling error in that document. Sorry, I found it. You know, but, you know, they, can I help you do it next time? You know, they're, they're really honest. And that's the thing about a Sag. They're 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 brutally honest and they they're honest and they're confident. And, and as long as you let them come and go and let them have their freedom and don't try to control them, they can have relationships, but they have to feel free. They have to have that independence and freedom, like similar to a Gemini. Right. Um, and that's because they're polar opposites in the sky. And, and we'll, we can talk about that on another show. But um, the basics of Sag, you know, they're born November 22nd through December 21st. And Sages rule the ninth house, which is the house of religion, philosophy, travel, um, foreign culture, foreign religion. So a lot of Sagittarius people that I meet, if they haven't traveled far away from their home, they typically do. Or they, they marry or have relationships with someone from a different country or culture. And this is something that I've noticed uh, with people with a Sag son with Sag Moon or with a lot of Sagittarius in, in the birth chart is they typically um, are attracted to people that are very different from them, like a different religion, a different ethnicity, a different culture. And that is who they're drawn to because they, you know, they love those things and then they rule uh, the ninth. And so they love to read and learn and um, teach, you know, they're very good at that. And, and so Sag to me is the happy sign. It's the happy go lucky um, energy there. Um, I haven't met a Sag that that didn't have uh, this ability to just adapt and overcome things, right? And some tips for healing for them is, uh, again, being outdoors, being out in nature, mountains, trees, um, all of that is really good for them. Having time to travel, having time um, to do what they want to do in their independence, and then having this this faith. Their faith helps them heal. Their optimism helps them overcome tragedy and loss and all of these um, life situations quickly. So they're they're resilient. They're adaptable uh, to change, you know, because they are they are a fire sign as well. They value a positive attitude. They value, you know, someone that lets them have autonomy and independence. They value honesty. They value venture. They value learning. So those are all Sag things. Uh, we've got a couple more signs left. Um, I know we got we got some time left. And so um, Capricorn, Capricorn is Earth. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. So Capricorn, I have a lot of Capricorns in my life that I know. Uh, my dad, my brother, my grandfather, one of my best friends. Uh, they're all Capricorn and it's an Earth sign. They are the worker, the career focused, successful um, down to earth, practical, real, realist of the Zodiac. So realistic. Uh, they are very driven. They love to uh, be efficient, productive. They rule the 10th house of career. So work, the public, what type of career are, are different careers that you're drawn to will be uh, really seen in the 10th house. So Capricorn is known to be a workaholic. OK, I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, a lot of them uh, are focused on work and and to them, you know, working hard is one of the most important things because uh, they want to provide. They want to have money to buy a house, to own a home, to provide for their children, to provide education for their spouse, their their family. They're very um, practical and very responsible. 
And, and the thing about Capricorns from a young age, it's kind of like they age backwards. They always say a Capricorn is very wise and like an old soul. Like when, when they're little, people think they're older than they are because they like to be around adults when they're little. They kind of respect people that are older than them. So they're drawn to people that are older than them because they have wisdom. They have knowledge, right? And Capricorns are not into uh, silly, fake stuff, right? They like practical, real conversations, right? And so when they're young, they can get bored with, you know, superficial stuff. You know, um, Scorpio's the same way. They don't they don't like fakeness. They like deep, deep talk, deep, um, deep connections. Capricorn is the water goat. I always say, even though they're they're an earth sign, they they have that one foot in water, one foot on earth. So they are sensitive and they have an intuitive side to them, even though they're very, you know, known to be very practical, you know, textbook. When you read about uh, Capricorn Sun um, being, you know, um, hard on themselves, being, um, you know, restrictive, being a little bit controlling. You know, these are things that they have to control so they can heal is control uh, their need to. Uh, to be in charge and, and to control everyone and everything around them because they don't really like change. You know, the earth signs don't like change and Capricorn is one of those. So Capricorn dates um, December 22nd to January 19. So if you're born between December 22nd, January 19, you're going to have some, you're, the sun's in Capricorn. And so um, the thing about Capricorns, a lot of people don't realize is that they're very hard on themselves but they're also known to have a very funny sense of humor. So they can be very uh, like a dark sense of humor. I, I say uh, that'll kind of say something out of the blue that's really funny, but it's kind of inappropriate, you know, or kind of dark. And uh, but they make you laugh, you know, like when things are real serious and, you know, and you're like going through something real hard, they'll, they'll make a joke. Right. To try to lighten the tone. But it's typically like pretty, you know, sarcastic and witty, you know, kind of a joke or kind of kind of deep <laughs> or dark in a way. And so uh, they're very funny, you know, um, even though they're known to be so, you know, practical, responsible. Uh, I always say Capricorns. Most people that have a Capricorn sun or have Capricorn moon or rising or a lot of Capricorn in their chart, their success typically comes at a, at a later age. So through my research, you know, and in my book, uh, Sun Signs, House and Healing, I talk a little bit about that, is that Capricorn typically has success later in life. It's, you know, they're the goat and that has to go up that mountain, right? The side of that mountain, their, their symbol is the goat. Um, and they got to keep trying to go up, up the mountain and they may fall. It takes them longer than other people to reach the top and to reach their goals, but Capricorns typically become very successful later in life. So because they rule career, they rule the public, they rule all of that good energy and good luck with um, work and, and getting promoted and and being, um, you know, in a position of authority, uh, being a supervisor, you know, all these things they want, you know, whatever it is they want. Uh, their goals, you know, it could be being a writer, you know, whatever a Capricorn wants to do. They plan it. They like to plan. They're strategic. They're business minded. So Capricorns are known as the business person, right? Very business focused, very smart, 
with business and finance, you know, real estate, you know, all these different things rolls Capricorn. And again, Capricorns heal um, when they find a work-life balance and when they take, you know, taking vacations, spending time with their family and their kids and, and really getting away from work. And that means when they go to the beach for a family vacation, they're not on their laptop. They're not on a phone call for work. And that can be hard for them to balance and to really um, pay attention to. So that's kind of my tip for Capricorns to heal is to, to really get away from work seriously so they can balance and relax and acknowledging their emotions because they can cut off their emotions and just be very um, hard on themselves or very rigid, right? Very serious, very responsible like this, uh, like a burden. They take on a lot emotionally. So it's hard for them to, to talk about their feelings because um, it's, they're just uncomfortable doing that. And they're a little bit shy and they're a little bit, you know, they don't know what to say. Um, but it doesn't mean they don't feel things deeply. They just don't always know how to express it. And they do. They like to do things for you is how they show their love. You know, working, paying bills, taking the trash out, cleaning up something, helping with the kids. You know, they're more practical minded um, people and realistic day to day life. And so uh, they value legacy, structure, status, achievement, financial success, work. OK, these are things they value. Aquarius. Aquarius is born January 20 through February 18. And I'm going to see how many minutes we got left. Yeah, we're I don't think we have any calls or any questions yet. Um, so Sagitt uh, Aquarius is the air. They're an air sign. And so they are known to be the rebel. OK, Aquarius is ruled by the planet Uranus, which is all about um, awakening. So it's awakening. It's um space travel, it's um, independence, freedom, non-traditional type of energy. Aquarius is ruled by Uranus, which is a very um, unsettled energy that is all about change and freedom. Freedom is big with Aquarians. So they tend to be very unique, eccentric and creative people, very scientific. A lot of them have two sides. There's either they're very good at math, science, innovation. You know, they're innovative uh, technology, computers, you know, all that stuff rules Aquarius because they rule the 11th house, um, which is all about groups too, groups, friendship, connecting with other people in a deep way. Um, but being a part of a group and having these networks, these social connections, they're very um, friendly and they're very um, intellectual, very smart and intelligent people, but they, they love their freedom. A lot of them tell me they, they never marry. And, and some of them tell me they don't want to marry because they can live with someone. They can have relationships, but a lot of them need an uh, untraditional, non-traditional relationship because to them, they'll tell me uh, marriage is just a piece of paper. This is what Aquarians tell me. And to them, it's just a piece of paper. Why do I have to do what society wants me to do? Right. They question the rules. <laughs> they question, well, why do we have to do this every day at work when it's not working? Why can't we do this? So they're very innovative. They're very smart people. And so they want to be seen and heard and they want their freedom and independence to 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 for to do what they want to do in their passion. But a lot of them are drawn to humanitarian efforts, humanitarian causes, but they're networkers. 
they have a lot of acquaintances, a lot of friends, you know, they're into computers, into technology, social media, right? Texting, learning, you know, reading. Uh, they're very, very smart. And uh, I know a few that have gone into counseling, social work as well. Um, and that's because they really like um, helping people on a larger scale. They, they get a bad reputation sometimes, Aquarians, that they're detached from their emotions. Um, but they they do care. They're just an air sign. So they think about things more than they feel about things. So that that's Aquarius. And they're born January 20 to February 18. And they roll the 11th house. And then the last sign, you know, as we uh, wrap up, I think we're almost out of time. Um, Pisces, they're born February 19th to March 20th. They're ruled by the planet Neptune, which is all about spirituality. So they rule the 12th house, which is my other favorite house. That is the house of finding your oneness with God. It's your house, the house of uh, subconscious mind, dreams, sleep, escapism, service to others, solitude, peace, finding a connection with a higher power is a Pisces thing. Creativity, artistic abilities, helping people that have problems, helping people heal their pain. You know, Pisces are wide open. They're the two fishes, right? They're in, they're the fishes of the Zodiac and they don't have boundaries. So they're, they're learning to have boundaries. So it's very important for a Pisces. If you're born February 20 to March 20, um, to have boundaries with people because you're very empathic, very wide open and you draw and just attract all kinds of energy, right? And tips for healing for you, um, for Pisces is to balance emotions, uh, protect your energy, Take time alone for solitude to meditate, pray, do yoga, listen to peaceful music, whatever you got to do. But you've got to have alone time as a Pisces because that's how you recover your energy and replenish. So you can go back out in the world because Pisces um, absorb everything around them. If something's negative, they're going to feel it. If something's positive, they're going to feel energized. So be careful, you know, who they who you spend time with if you're a Pisces son. And it's important um, that you're kind, you're kind and compassionate and imaginative. And you value sleep, you value serving others, you value being uh, creative, but make sure to protect and, and give yourself a lot of love and energy um, when you're a Pisces, because it's so important for your overall health and well-being, um, because you can be um, kind of known as a martyr, you know, where people come to you with all their problems and you try to fix them. And Pisces have to learn that they can't change other people. You know, no one no one is ever going to um, appreciate all that they give. So Pisces have to learn that sometimes they have to love themselves the way they love others because they give, 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 and then they can feel depleted and then they can feel like a victim sometimes, like no one's there for them and they're there for everyone. But uh, the Pisces that I know, a lot of them are, are drawn to the helping professions and they're, and also artists, you know, wonderful artists. I know a lot of Pisces that are musicians and artists and just do amazing work doing amazing things. And so that's, you know, uh, a quick rundown. We didn't have any questions or callers tonight, but um, a rundown of the 12 signs and, you know, and, and more, there are more in my book, um, Sun Signs, Houses and Healing, Build Resilience and Transform Your Life with Astrology. Each chapter is dedicated to a sun sign. They're the, a little bit like I went through real quick, but in depth, I give an in-depth analysis you know, the symbols, the elements, how they can self-care, how they can be resilient, how each sign can heal, how each sign can, um, you know, become um, adaptable to change. And, and an introduction 
the thing that I really hope people go out and get this book because I write on a basic level. So anyone that that knows nothing about astrology, if you don't know anything except I'm a Aries or whatever, you can pick up my book and you can understand what it all means. And the whole introduction is the basics in a very practical way, just like I was talking this on this show. I try to teach astrology on a basic level so anyone can resonate with it and understand it and use it in their life. And so this book will really help you learn the basics. And I just go through everything that you can, the energies of the planets, the houses, what they all mean, the symbols, how to pull up a free birth chart, which you can do on astro.com. Or you can visit my website at carmenturnershot.com. And I have a free uh, astrology report and will that you can uh, sign up for my newsletter and I will send you your own birth chart and birth report. And you will get to know a little bit more about your whole chart. But this book is great because you can look up your friends and family and get tips on how, you know, to your parent, your kids get along with your partner. Right. Your parents, uh, your coworkers, your boss, you know. Uh, all those basic things, it'll give you a very um, hands-on practical tool is what astrology does of self-awareness. And it's my passion. And um, on this show, I want to you know, focus on astrology and bring astrology into my discussions when I have other when I have guests on and things like that in the future. But um, I'm very happy uh, you know, to be here. And um, I guess we don't have any callers or anything. Any questions come in at all? Nothing yet. So we got a couple minutes, um, about 30 seconds. So so at the end here, what I want to share is astrology is a map of the soul. It's energy. Um, you can go to astro.com. You can go to my website, karmaturnershot.com. You can get a free uh, birth chart and will. What you'll need to know is your birth month, year, date, time of birth, place of birth, as specific as you can get. Send that to me and I will get you uh, your birth chart and I will email it to you um, and then pick up my book, Sun Signs, Houses and Healing. And you can start looking up everything in the book and all the basics. So thank you for for being here. And, um, you know, again, the, you know, hopefully you can, you know, learn the basics uh, and ask any questions you have to me through my website. If there's something, you know, that you heard that you want to know more about, would love to have you uh, call me um, through my website, through Facebook, um, and join the show. Well, you know, we'll be the second, fourth Saturday of every month and would love to have uh, you call in, ask questions, and I can pull up uh, birth charts and everything and kind of get into it that way. <laughs>